Nothing sacred, or as we're calling it here right now, nothing but but Corona. And before we even get started, when is this episode going to come out? Because last week's episode came out two days ago. No, no, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You're getting heat right now. Now you can explain and apologize to the motherfuckers what that bullshit was all about. So, uh, been very tired lately, and, uh... We finished that, what, on Wednesday? You're gonna bring an innocent baby into this, aren't you? Finished it on Wednesday, and I was like, I'm gonna post it tomorrow morning. monster. And then I went to work and completely forgot about it. So for that, I apologize. I'm gonna say it's my baby's fault. I'm just saying, I've been tired of fuck, and, you know, uh-huh. shit escapes my mind. I thought you were about to blurt out, it's the baby's fault! Yes, because he can post this. No, by keeping you tired. It's not his fault, I'm tired, it's my fault, I've been playing fucking Fallout 4. The video game, right? No, the fucking clown. Oh, speaking of clowns, we got lots to cover this week. So I'm not even gonna fucking bother, you know, with the usual, oh, let's just, you know, work our way into some serious bullshit. Hi. Let's just get it out of the fucking way How right are now. You today, as a listener? Know what? None of that. Fuck old people. You know what? No, no, wait. Man, that one 65-year-old senior that we have listening is probably going to be like, what the fuck? First off, I've said it a couple times already. I'll say it one more time because it's relevant in this story. When in the fuck did Tim Hortons become the new Parks and Rec? Here's the thing. I'm walking down town last week, much to my chagrin. I didn't really want to do it, but needless to say, it was done. I will not say which Tim Hortons, but it's just down from Queen. You can figure it out. (laughs) There's not many around that area. Anyways, (coughs) holy sheep shit. What do I see when I approach this Tim Hortons? I shit you fucking not. There had to have been about 15 people hanging out having a fucking block party in their fucking parking lot. Oh, and it gets better. There wasn't anybody. (coughs) In that parking lot, hanging around, under the age of 60. What the fuck? Okay, you are the most high-risk motherfuckers on the planet right now for corona. I don't give a shit if these old people, you got a death wish, you're old, whatever, man. That's your goddamn business. I don't have a death wish yet. I'm not that old. So fuck off. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. And you know the worst part? The people that were wearing masks and staying apart from each other were all people under the age of 50. <laughs> the people that are supposed to be wise and old and have common fucking sense are out there. They're practically Frenching each other. And they're all out there having a good time. I was waiting, you know, for somebody to break out a couple lawn chairs, maybe a picnic table. Fuck. Bring one of those portable barbecues. What the shit? My favorite 
Tim Hortons to go to is the one down on Ottawa. Not going to say which one, but there's, there's only not one. very many on Ottawa Street, so you can probably pin that out. But uh, it's like a slide and a swing set away from being a fucking playground. You go over there, and there's children running around the statue. There's, like, old people smoking and having coffees. Go over into their fucking parking lot. There's, like, old people sitting on the fucking ledges and shit. It's like, man, you guys should all just be at home. Yeah. You that, or just walk into a fucking senior home that's been infected by corona if you want to die. Like, here's the fucking thing, okay? Just because maybe, you know what, your corner store is uh, staying open a couple extra hours longer now, and because a few things are opening up, doesn't fucking mean the threat is oh, over! Oh, man, I love, I love this, because as soon as they were like, everything's opening up, everybody's like, oh, it's it's over. It's going to be over soon. It's not. Telling you. This has been my concern when they started saying, okay, you know, we're going to slowly open things back up. In people's mind, they don't hear the word slowly. They just hear, oh, we're opening everything back up. Time to be dumb again. Yep. I just find, I, I also think it's kind of funny because pet groomers, they're opening, but normal salons and barbers, nope. Yeah, because so you can you trust want... your pet before you can trust another human being so if right you, now. if you want to get your hair cut, go to your fucking pet salon and be like, can you uh, deal with this and this? It just floored me, man, that they were all over the age of 65. Like, what in the fuck is wrong with you? Well, if I've said it before, man, half of them don't even think it's real. And that's the problem. Okay, but it's real for the rest of us. That's my like, point. Like, if you walk by those Tim Hortons, those same old people will be sitting there. They'll be like, oh, this fucking corona ain't real. It's full of shit. Well, you know what? Go to fucking America right now and say that to someone. Oh, and by the way, Bud Man has a great story about stupid and corona when oh, well, we were both at the local we'll get Walmart. We'll Bud, Bud, in conversation. Oh, no, Man. no. Bring it up now, man. Bring it up now. Okay, so Let's we're at... have it. Fuck it. We're at Walmart... And we're waiting in line, which is a pretty fucking hefty line. It was almost to the corner. And uh, this bitch walks up to us. And I don't know what the fuck was going through her head. But she's like, do you remember me? And we both just looked at each other like, no. She's like, well, can we be friends? And I straight up looked at her. I was like, no. She's like, well, why not? Because I don't fucking need a friend. As I'm backing up because yeah. she's getting way too close. Like, she's practically fucking hugging Captain Asshole here. Yeah, and it wasn't cool. And, like, she just kept on persisting, like, oh, you sure you don't need a friend? Come on, I don't want to, you aren't going to make me go all the way to the back of the line. I literally looked at her straight face and was like, yes, I am. And she's like, oh, come on. And then she persisted to just stand there, not even, like, social distancing. Like, she was, like, right beside Captain Asshole. And then I just ended up looking at her like, look, I got a newborn baby at home. Fuck off. And then she has the nerve to be like, you don't have to be rude. No, I fucking do. Obviously. And you know what's funny about that statement from her? What'd she do? She butts in in front of the guy who's directly behind us anyway. Yeah. So, what the fuck? Another thing I have with that, man. Okay, so the other day I was bored as fuck at Walmart in the lineup. I just happened to have my tape measure with me. So I measured one of their lines, okay? Their lines are about a meter and a half. Oh, they're bullshit. Because they measure them with their feet. And unless you have a size 12 foot, that's not accurate. You know what, I, we were talking about this earlier, and I will give the dispensary credit. The one down here on Barton, at the Barton Center, I will give them credit. 
Literally, it is six feet between their fucking lines oh, on yeah. their sidewalk. And then you look at their lines, the way they're spaced. Then you go to the local fucking Tim Hortons, and it's like, okay. Something's wrong here. You don't even need a measuring stick to look at it and go, okay, well, like, something ain't right. Okay, so the slabs at Walmart are about a meter and an inch. Because I measured them, because I was bored as fuck. So, if you stand about two slabs away from the person in front of you, you are social distancing. Plus some. Right. I don't know why people just can't fucking do that. Like, we were standing in line, and at one point I wanted to look at the guy that was behind you and be like, you need to back the fuck up. Yeah, he was starting to get a little close to you. This is why I don't go out in public very much right now, people, because I'll kill someone. Legit. Like, this is stupid. Stupid fucking people. Like, simple... Another thing. Shit. Another thing. On my street, and obviously I'm not going to tell you what street I live on, but on my fucking street last night, I could have swore there was a fucking block party going on. Oh. It was absolutely fucking ridiculous. Music and all, man. Yeah. Like, what in the fuck? Again, people don't hear slowly. They just hear open things up and they lose their fucking mind. Yeah, man. Some of your, I, when I was walking here, man, some of your neighbors are just, I've got like four cars in their driveway, kids playing out in the street. It's like, what the fuck is Shit wrong with you? It bothers me, man. Like, we're never going to get out of the danger zone with fucking morons like that. We're just not. The mascot of the day is, uh... Cyclops of the X-Men. He is uh, the newest member of the family here at the studio, if you will, of toys. He has, uh... He looks cool because he has a blaster, a beam coming out of his eyes. Doesn't and he look looks cool. kind of cool. He's got the blue and white uniform. Anyways, I fucking digress. You know what? That's it. That's all I got. That's all I really wanted to start off with was fuck old people. And when I say that, I say that with sincerity. Believe me. I mean, I don't... I sincerely say fuck old people. That's okay. What, that's but what Captain Asshole The ones at. that actually try to stay home, like my... My mother-in-law, you know, the ones that still have somewhat of a fucking brain. Those people are cool. You know what? Those old people, I'm okay with. But these dumb old bastards that want to hang out at the park. I mean, Tim Hortons, no. Wait, yeah, I meant the park. Well, man, the Tim Hortons, I swear, they're just like a jungle gym away from fucking being a local park. So let me give you a quick rundown of what's happening here. Today, five fun facts about your heart. We're going to have pet talk, which is always uh, interesting. And speaking of pet talk, I actually have a couple things to throw in for pet talk this week. Uh, Fight talk, we had a lot of stuff to talk about. So we'll get to that. That's going to buckle in. It's going to be a ride. Uh, We also have top ten this week, fight movies and comic book fight club. I'm looking forward to Bane versus Juggernaut. But a venomed up Bane. Yeah. And in conversation and all the other usual bullshit. So, without further ado, let's get to five fun facts, shall we? Five fun facts about your heart. Four. Your heart can weigh between 7 and 15 ounces. Four. Heart attacks happen most often on Monday mornings. Three. Your heart beats around 100,000 times a day. Two. Your heart pumps 2,000 gallons of blood a day. Number one. Newborn babies have the fastest heartbeats. Next episode. Five fun facts about... Dragons. 
It's time for pit Welcome to Pet Talk. I got two things. First off, only two. Well, fucking week. Don't worry, I'm sure. Well, I gotta save lots of room for you because you've always got stories. But here, here's the deal. This morning, picture this: six fifteen in the morning. I'm all cozy in my bed. Next thing I know, I'll open up an eye, and what do I have staring at me? Not two, three inches from my face. My dog. My dash hound, That's the little eerie. wiener schnitzel. And here's the best part. She goes to bed with this antler. So she had the thick part of the antler in her mouth. And the thin part was inches away from hooking me in the nostril. I swear, if I didn't open my eye at that precise moment, she was going to hook my nostril with her fucking bone. Legit. She's going to hook you like a fish. So I got up, let her out. And then it was all over because I was up for the day. But I got even with this dog. Because you know what? Usually she doesn't get fed at 6.30 in the morning. It's too early. So I fed her. You know why? Because now she has to wait till 5 tonight. Throws her right out of whack. She'll be so damn hungry by 5. And I'm going to look at her and go, See? This is what happens when you wake me the fuck up at 6.15 in the Bitch. morning. My other thing I thought was kind of interesting was now, have you heard that they're now trying to train dogs to sniff out COVID-19? Is that for real? That is for real. Wow. It's kind of neat. They're taking dogs, right, and they're letting them, I guess, sniff the fucking, you know, the COVID, and then they're fucking trying to teach them to be able to sniff out well, man, the disease. That, that would be a lot more easier than they're testing now. I just thought, be, I just thought that was kind of fucking cool. Because they're testing now is a fucking swab that's like the size of your fucking index or middle finger. And they stick that whole fucking thing in your nose. Well, not just that, but you think about it. A dog like that can go into a small crowd, right? And you can figure out pretty quick who's infected. Oh, yeah. That's so. how the future will be. They'll just release the hounds. And those with COVID will run like fucking Mexicans when ICE shows up. <laughs> like Mr. Burns, excellent. <laughs> Release the hounds! Yeah. That's all I got for Pet Talk, man. But I thought that was kind of cool, though, that fucking dogs actually have sniffers. That fucking precise. That just blows me away that they can smell a disease out in your body. Crazy. Think about so, that for a minute. My story. Here comes today. the craziness, folks. No, it's just kind of cute story. Really? So, uh... Leading into madness! So, one morning, I'm, I bring my baby upstairs, and i am got him on the floor, and he's playing with his cute little shit, and my, my beagle just laid down beside him, put his head on his legs, and just kind of sat there. It's adorable. It was. It was one of those, like... Was he actually looking at the baby, though? That is hard to tell. One eye probably was, and the other one was probably looking at his feet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's that's a cute moment. Also, I have another little story here. So every time I get into bed at night, this fucking chihuahua, okay, will fucking growl at me. And when you have a newborn baby, and he sleeps right beside you for the first, like, three weeks at his home, you want to kill that dog every time you get into bed, because it starts growling, and as soon as you lay down, that baby wakes back up. That's not cool, man. That's when you're like, I'm going to suffocate you with my fucking pillow. Hardcore! And then when your mom wakes up and looks and is like, oh no, what happened? Oh, I must have got underneath my pillow. <laughs> Shit happens, I guess. 
<laughs> I also have one You last. are so lucky, man. Oh, I know, she right? She does not listen to our bullshit. Imagine That's she just randomly one day was bored and started listening. Oh, my God. I think the only person that I've ever met that is truly just tickled pink with everything that we do here. But this isn't exactly high praise. No offense to him, but it's your father. And uh, we all know about his sense of humor. People that know him. Anyways, I digress. Go ahead. But my last story here is about the fucking beagle again. So, uh, anybody ever been just laying in bed and you wake up to... Oh, I fucking hate that shit. So I was laying in bed a couple days ago and I woke up to that. And it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I look over, and you want to know what my dog's doing? Licking his nuts or chewing them? No, no. He is sitting at the end of my bed, okay, looking at me, and he's doing this. He's just looking, licking his lips. Okay, like what, though? Like like your dinner? Like I don't know. No, like like he's got dry lips. Like his tongue was going all around his face. It was so weird. Oh, no. I was waiting for him to jump up and, like, try to fucking hump me or something. Like, it was a weird look in his eyes. It kind of scared me a little bit. But uh, I got up and pet him a little bit, and he relaxed. But it was one of those, like, did you just wake me up? Very creepy-like, just to get some attention? (laughs) Or do you just stare at me like that every night, and I just haven't woken up yet? You know what? I was just going to say that, so I'm opting, obviously, for the second option. He's probably just a little creep. I don't know. It's better than licking your fucking underwear. I don't. I want to say it, but I don't want to grudge. Oh, when, bring when up that last week's story. Yeah, when I jump in the shower, that fucking chihuahua just it goes to town on my underwear for something. He's like, I love that nut sweat or something. I don't know. It's better eat pads out of the garbage. <gasps> See, I wasn't gonna bring that up again, but I don't know. Both my animals are equally just as fucked. One's just small, so it's kind of acceptable. I guess. Wait a minute. How is that acceptable? It's not, but... How is it the double standard it's, for the small dog? It is the double dog? standard. It's, the, it's the bullshit, shit. but we'll get into that in another pet talk. You know what? That's bad, though, man. That's like a tall person in a midget. There you go. That's next week's pet talk. The prejudice in between big and small dogs. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I guess, uh... That should be fun. Oh, uh, I also have one more thing. I knew Good it. You always shit. do. I'll throw this one in just for bonus. So, uh, the other night, I woke up, and I went to go feed my baby. So I walk into his room, and I step on something fucking squishy. Oh, no! No! So I woke up, I'd just fully woken up at this point, and I'm like, oh my fuck, did he somehow take his diaper off and fling it? That's all I was thinking, but then I was like, man, he's a newborn baby, he can't fucking move his head, like, not alone fling a diaper. So I turned on the lights... And there is a shit track in a circle, and then a couple turds on footprints leaving. No! Where did the footprints lead to? They faded out towards my bed. Oh! (laughs) Snap! So, so, not only did I have to clean my kid's diaper, which I I literally had to do that before I cleaned the room. Man. So, I'm smelling shit the whole time I'm cleaning shit on top of that. Which dog? It's a chihuahua. So now we don't have mats in that room, so every time I try to run in there, I eat shit because the floor is fucking, like, waxy. When you have socks on, you just slip. Okay. Now, 
What was the reaction to this? The reaction to this was... Yours, and then your wife's. I didn't tell my wife. Okay, but you probably know what her reaction would probably be. Her reaction would probably be like, oh no, he probably has to get his anal glands done. Which again, people, if you don't know what that is, all dogs have these little glands in their assholes. That uh, spews, like, their scent onto their shit. And sometimes they don't fully work, like more in smaller dogs. And they can get overfilled and explode. Nasty. And get infected. And when this happens, it's like 400 fucking dollars just to get them to express it, give you antibiotics to give to them. And you probably have to clean up a literal shitstorm. Well, that's that's what happened with my beagle. My be- Remember that? I've told the listeners before. Oh, I fucking the got tree? the phone call. Oh, no, no, I got the phone call. Oh, yeah, And he yeah. was fucking... It was my wife on the phone. She's like, he's fucking bleeding everywhere. I was like, what do you mean? He's bleeding out his asshole. So I'm like, what? Okay, I guess I'll come home. So I leave work, go home, and fucking... There's like a trail of blood. And my wife has got the fucking Swiffer, and she's like following my dog around. Oh! Because he's bleeding out his asshole. Not like constantly, just little drops. That's still, man. That's like, what? But, uh, and then we took him to the vet, and they were like, yeah, his his anal glands fucking erupted. So I took that as, yeah, his asshole exploded. Is that what they told you? They erupted? Yeah. Okay. And they gave me antibiotics so they wouldn't get infected. And then I had to buy a cone. A cone. What the fuck are you looking for, Captain Asshole? Man... I swore I came up here with a pen. And now I can't find it, motherfuckers, and it's driving well, me crazy. That's saddening. You should probably just get pens and leave them up here. I do. I have pens here, and I have pens over there. And what's your fucking issue? My issue is, it just pains me to open one up when I know there's still one here somewhere. It's like I'm saving it's a the quirk. environment. Anyways, finish. But yeah, he's pretty much just his asshole erupted. I don't even remember what the fucking main story was I was trying to tell him. How much was the cost on that to get that It was fixed? almost 400 fucking dollars. I'm still paying it back, but I'm not really that great with paying fucking bills. Or at least Ouch. that big sum amount so fast. So, yeah, it's been, uh... Could you imagine what the bill would have been for his ass when I fucking, when he ate that rag? <laughs> Good thing he never went to the vet for that. And I might sound like a horrible dog owner, but thank God he passed that naturally, because if he didn't, that would have been like $800 because they would have had to stick their hand up his asshole to get that rag. And I don't know about any dogs that everybody else knows, but when someone tries to stick their hand up a dog's ass... Never mind the dog's yeah, ass. Or, try sticking one yeah, up my ass again, see what happens. Nobody likes that, so... <laughs> it's not really cool, I don't think. That brings another point here, actually. I got, I got one more. So, my wife... She, uh, figured out how to express these anal glands, okay? Oh, wait, 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 we're not done. Back up. What? Okay, so, if your dog shat on the floor, what would you have done? I probably would have fucking drop-kicked him into the shit. What would your wife would say? What would she say? She lost her shit. See? Double standard. Small we'll dog, big dog. Next episode. But, uh... Okay, go ahead. So, my wife figured out how to do this anal glands, Okay. The first time she ever did it, I was watching her, and god damn it, people, it is some of the most... I've seen a baby get born, I've seen people scooping shit out of my wife, okay? And I still would rather watch that than watch my wife do the anal glands on this fucking chihuahua. 
because she starts squishing his asshole. <laughs> and literally, shit just spews out like it's a pimple. Like, you ever popped a giant pimple? Oh, dude. And it just spews white shit? Well, it's oh. not white shit. It's like liquid brown You're shit. kidding me. And it reeks. Like, you would rather smell, like, your own human diarrhea than smell this. Because it's literally straight up just their scent. So it's basically complete ass juice. Yes. And then you gotta give the dog a bath afterwards because it just gets everywhere. I'd rather my kid shit on me than get that on me. Like, hold my kid above my head and just let him shit all over me than get fucking a drop of that fucking dog fucking disgusting juice, shitty juice on me. And that's been Pet Talk! Do you think you're smart? Do you really think you're that smart? I'll put it to the test, cause it's time for the quiz! The quiz! Alright, it's time for everybody's fun-filled game show, the quiz. Last week, at Quesnels, we, uh did Hamilton on the quiz. So now I'm going to give you the answers before we go to this week's quiz. So, I asked last week, Hamilton has a nickname that all the residents use. What is the nickname? I said it was not the hammer. Answer. It is the hammer. (laughs) Answer, Steel Town. True or false? Is Hamilton the waterfall capital of the world? Answer, true. The city has over 130 waterfalls that can be discovered in... And around the city. Then I asked, Hamilton holds the Guinness Book of World Records for what? The answer, the highest number of high fives during a pre-World Cup match. There were 7,238 high fives at the Tim Horton Stadium in 2016. Then I asked, true or false, did Hamilton host the first Commonwealth Games? The answer, that is true. Here was the really cool one. And I finally asked, in 1880, the first public what was installed in the city of Hamilton? The answer, the public telephone. The public telephone. The very first one was put in the city of Hamilton. So moving on this week, the quiz is on Toronto. Okay, so here we go. First, what does the word Toronto mean? Four, Toronto is located along the shoreline of which Great Lake? Three, which West End Toronto Park is car-free on Sundays? Two, how tall is the CN Tower? And number one, Toronto House is a Hall of Fame for this sport. Next episode, New York, New York. All right. This week in the top 10 are my personal top 10 fight movies of all time. Okay, let's start it off with number 10, The Karate Kid. No, not the shitty remake, the original 1984. That's what I'm talking about. Nine, Fist of Fury. It's the first of uh, a couple Bruce Lee movies here. Uh, it was done in 1972, awesome movie. Eight, Bloodsport from 1988. Uh, Seven Million Dollar Baby, 2004, the Clint Eastwood movie. That was really good, but then again, it's Clint Eastwood. Everything he does is good. Six, The Fighter from 2010. Five, you knew it had to be here. No one talks about it. 
Fight Club. Which, in my opinion, is the best Brad Pitt movie and pretty much the only one you really need to watch. Four, Rocky II. In 1979, the sequel to Rocky. Good stuff. Good stuff. Three, Raging Bull. Robert De Niro, 1980, kind of really, you know, defined his career. Uh, Two, Enter the Dragon, 1973. Bruce Lee, it's a classic. It was almost number one. Honorable Mentions. Shaolin, The Legend of the Drunken Master, Cinderella Man, Hands of Stone, Creed, Southpaw, Fearless, Rocky IV, Kickboxer, uh, Fist of Legend. You can put them in any real order you want, I don't really care. Mortal Kombat. They're all good movies. That is not number it's one. It's not a good movie, but it's 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 got good fight scenes in it, Mortal Kombat. And number one, obviously, it should be... As far as I'm concerned, Rocky in 1976. Sylvester Stallone. So, next episode, I'm really going out there. But it should be fun for me. Next episode, Top 10, Generation X Defining Moment. And now, it's time for Incom-Corona. Conversation with the Tech Man, but man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to In Conversation with Bud Man. So, recently, I've been thinking, and this is more of a hypothetical, you know, what if people had four legs, okay? And this is a very serious thought. What would bicycles look like? Would you have two asses? Yeah, this is some shit that I think about on a daily basis. Wouldn't you just assume you'd be like a dog? No, because with you arms are. coming out the sides. That's how you would walk. You ever think of that? No. With four feet. Now you just blew my line. Why would you need to stand on two feet at that point? I, I was just thinking think more if you like, still had an arm on each side. I was too. thinking you'd look more like a spider. You definitely would, especially if you had two arms still and four legs. Yeah, you'd look crazy. I bet you somewhere in outer space <laughs> there's some there's kind a of fucked up alien just like, like that. that. And you know what? They're probably doing a podcast right now going, could you imagine if we only had two legs? That would be insane. We couldn't walk. That'd be weird. Yeah, exactly. How different would your car look? How different would everything look? Like, all of a sudden, think about it. All of a sudden, right, instead of going through normal doors, we'd all be going through, like, doggy door type things to get into places. We'd have a lot more space. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just be everything to be low to the ground, you know what I'm saying? Come and sit at the table. You just sit on a cushion on the ground like a dog. Would they like, wow, that brings up so many more questions for me now. I know. I just blew your mind there, didn't I? Yep. And, and, just think, would we have to start eating like dogs too? You just put a bowl in front of you? But then again, the question is, who's going to put shit in that bowl for you? It's crazy to think about that. Oh, stop with the phone. Give it up. I don't even have mine on me. At least I don't have Skip the fucking douchebags calling me in the middle That's of a podcast. That's not my fault. That's my brother's stupidity. Well, they're a-holes. And I know they listen, so. Oh, that brings up another one. So, I was getting a ride home from a work associate, and they called me, okay? And I'm telling them where to go. I'm like, you yeah, skip the douchebags? Yeah. I'm telling them where to go. And he's like, you gotta go up the stairs. He's like, I already did. There are two skits sitting on top of the stairs. 
I refused to go over them. I was like, well, that's not my problem. I didn't pay for it, buddy. I'm just telling you where to go. And then I hung up. Nice. So I hope they got that food. If they didn't, well, maybe you should fucking change the number. Yeah, and you know, again, we know you listen, so you know who you are. Plus, like, skip the douchebags gets pretty arrogant. And I say skip the douchebags because when you're in the food industry, that's what you call it. That's because true. when it comes through, you need to have that ready by the time the carrier gets there or it says that it needs to be ready. And if you've got a thousand chips up on the board, you're like, oh, well, I guess this buddy that's been here for 30 minutes don't get his fucking tacos until this piece of shit does. So, great. There you go. Skip the douchebags, man. That's a horrible fucking idea. That's like, every time I get McDonald's from them, I don't know why what my wife nah, likes nah, now. Nah, nah. Mix it's shit. always cold as fuck and like you ever this is why I don't like McDonald's anymore. Let's get right down to it. Okay? I haven't when you McDonald's, get a chicken I don't know how long. You get a fucking chicken burger, they put like six fucking ounces of gravy not gravy, fucking mayonnaise on that bitch. Like you're trying to pick it up and the mayonnaise is falling out the back. That's gross. That's fucking disgusting. That's way too much mayo. Like Ew. damn. Well, they think you're just going to put it in a cup and drink it. Yeah, like... Oh, think about that. That's nasty. You know, speaking of mayo, you brought up a good thing here. Because I forgot about it. Well, I don't know if it's a good thing, but I'm going to bring it up anyways. I'm waltzing down in the grocery store the other day. And I'm in the condiment aisle. I say condiment, not condom. Condiment aisle. And holy shit. The Americans have truly invaded Canada. What do I see? Ketchup and mayo together in a bottle. Oh, that's that's like the McDonald's fucking sauce, right? You can buy the fucking McDonald's fucking pre-mixed sauce, and it's all three of them mixed. It's fucked. You can just mix them all together at your home and get it. What'd they call it? They had some catchy name for it. I just saw it and ran. I didn't even really read it, but it was kind of quirky. It was like May Up or something like that. I don't know, but it was like, fuck, I looked at it and glanced at it, and all I thought was, that's fucking gross. Ah! Did an American fucking leave a package here by accident? A skid, and they're just trying to get rid of it? <laughs> no, that's a product they sell, man. You know what? Here's you ever... the thing. Here's the thing. Instead of going out and buying a fucking thing like that, why don't you just grab a cup at home, you stupid fuck, put a bit of mayo and ketchup in it, mix it around, ta-da! You ever seen some of the weirdest shit? Ta-da! You always see it at fucking Walmart, okay? Oh, you see the weirdest shit at Walmart, man. Only at Walmart do you see child abuse. Right out in the open, like I watched a chick. Oh, you like, didn't live in the seventies and eighties. Children, like right there. I was like, "Damn, you were hard as fuck." Oh, you didn't live in it the seventies and eighties. Awesome, but um, and then you see like, fuck, everybody every took time, a turn at it. Every time you go into Walmart, there is a fat person on a scooter somewhere. You tell me, you don't see one every time, and she's always honking at people, be like, "Get the fuck out of the way." Well, at least she ain't button in line. Yeah, that's You true. want to be my friend? That was brutal, Let's be too. friends! Because it was one of those, No, like, you fucking bitch! I don't know you at all, and I don't want to know you. It makes it even worse, is like, it's in a shady part of town, so it's like, are you, like, 
Are you a crackhead? Yeah, like, like what's the deal here? Gross. Ooh, like, gross. I know Corona times are hard, but not that hard. I got places to be, yeah? We all do, bitch. We all got places to be before we die, which point? Fuck. There, hey, there's some wisdom for you to add into uh, your collection of inspirational. There's inspiration for you right there. Bam. I don't even know what the fuck this segment is anymore. Are we on random bullshit or are we just like, what's going on here? Kind of was in conversation with Budman. Oh, is that what we were doing? I guess it's uh, random bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's, uh, it's a preview to random bullshit. Unless we just stay with it, who knows here. I felt bad last week too, by the way. A little bit. Just a little. That the interweb was fucking up here. And we couldn't get them corona talk. Oh, shit. I was kind of sad about that. Yeah, well, the internet's still kind of fucking. You know what? We should try it right now. Let's see if it works. Let's just do Corona's World right now if we can. Fuck it. Corona's World. Alrighty. It's time for Corona's World. So, currently, worldwide, there are 4,781,308 cases of corona deaths. 315,738 worldwide. Recovered 1,846,808. That is as of, what the fuck's the date today, Budman? It is the 17th. The 17th of May, 2020. So it's not like uh, we're out of the weeds yet, as they say. So in Canada, let's see what we got here. As of right now, the total number in Canada stands at 76,204 cases. The most in Canada is still Quebec with 42,183 cases. The closest one behind them is Ontario with 22,653 cases. Wow. How does that ever change? Damn. BC... They only have 2,428. Keep in mind, though, they're dealing with uh, killer hornets right now. Yeah, yeah, they've got other things on the go. So, we're not really out of the weeds yet, folks, by any stretch. Let's go down and see. Nunavut, zero still. So, let's go down here a little bit. Can we get a total for, uh, for Hamilton here, the hammer? The Hammer. Or Steel Town if to the locals. Let's see if we can get a Hamilton number here. I guess Canada, we're not doing too bad. No, all things considered, you could be New York, which we'll get to. So we're going to see here in the good city of Hamilton what our numbers are for now. Not bad. Not bad. So for people that want to know that are in the Hamilton area... Number of total cases, 585. Number of confirmed positive cases, 578. Uh, Number of cases resolved, 383. Number of deaths, 27. So, in a city that has over half a million people, not too bad. Not too bad, Hamilton. The numbers are looking pretty good. Overall, if you take this and calculate it down to... The people that have been resolved and people that have died. There's only 175 people in Hamilton that are infected. 
with seven probable cases. So that's pretty darn good. Give yourself a pat in the back, Hamilton. But it don't get any better when people fucking act like Tim Hortons is a goddamn local park. That's it. So let's see New York, which is the subject of next week's The Quiz. Get in a little plug for The Quiz next week. The Quiz. So here we are. We're looking up uh, cases in New York right now. So Budman is clicking now on uh, New York. New York coronavirus map. I just I just want to see the totals for so total cases right now in New York updated today at 1:54 p.m. Eastern time by the New York Times and I quote there are 355,037 total cases in New York and area and there are 28,168 deaths. Wow. Holy fuck. And that's just as of Sunday. Like today, that's crazy. Yeah, it's not still not it's not a good situation there at all. So there you go. There's your uh there's your uh Corona's world for this week. Alright, comic book fight club this week. Been giving this a lot of thought. So have I. This week, Bane, the motherfucker that broke Batman's back at one point, and he's the original fucking tweaker, if you will, jacked up on Venom, fucking Bane against the unstoppable Juggernaut. But is is Bane not infused with Venom? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're saying, hey, look, the only chance Bane has in this fight is if he is juiced up. Period. I don't care. You can't convince me otherwise. Otherwise, it's no contest. As far as I'm concerned, if Bane isn't juiced up, there's no way. There's no fucking No, I'm way. saying like the Spider-Man symbiote Venom. No, no, Bane. That's what oh, they call his shit. Oh, I'm getting pumped for fucking... No, that's what they call his shit, is Venom. Can you imagine that, though? If Bane had the Venom symbiote? Oh, shit. That's what I've been thinking this whole fucking week, man. Okay, that's well, I'll think about that for a minute. You bring up a good point. Like, there's no, even, I'm sorry, that even Bane alone, even fucking, Bane alone with his normal fucking Venom, man, he's oh, not fucking I don't know, man. Juggernaut. He gets juiced up, I don't know, man. Juggernaut, he doesn't he have to kill running, Juggernaut or nothing, him. he's just gotta stop him. Like, good luck. Okay, but Venom's really big boy and he's pretty strong when he's juiced. He's pretty awesome. strong, but he's not like the momentum that fucking... Here's the deciding factor for me, when I thought about this fight. Every time... The ultimate outcome is the same. My problem with Venom at the end of the day is I have full faith that he could get in some licks and he's smart enough to use shit to his advantage like buildings, cars, whatever the case may have you, right? Even if you can't stop Juggernaut, slowing him down gives fucking Bane a chance. Here's the problem at the end of the day, though. Unless you can somehow physically... And forcibly stop Juggernaut. Which is not happening, man. You're done. Because sooner or later, he's just going to steamroll over you. Like, he just won't stop. But, if he and had the, the Venom symbiote... He, well, even then, man, I don't know. If he builds up enough momentum, right? He's kind of like the Hulk with his yeah, strength. The, the Venom it's symbiote kind of unlimited. pretty much just, like, stab a hole through him. Okay, light a match. Or make a really loud noise. That fucks up Venom. Okay, good enough. Just Valid point. 
All I'm saying is even with the Venom symbiote, he has more weaknesses overall than Juggernaut. Anyway, look at it. So I'm going Juggy on this one, but I will say this. I think environment is a lot when it comes to this fight as well and how long Bane stays in it as well. If this is set in the middle of a city, first off, that city is trashed. Oh, yeah. And second off, Bane, at least, he, he has opportunities in a city setting. If it's out in the middle of nowhere... He's fucked. If it's out Bane's like in the fucked. desert, yeah, Bane's fucked. Bane's fucked. Sooner or later. He's gonna get him. In a city, at least there's opportunities for Bane to at least try to stop him, if nothing else. He has that going for him. But even at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, Juggernaut's only gotta hit him hard a couple times, really hard. That's it. And it's... I mean, this is a guy that's gone toe-to-toe with the fucking Hulk, right? Like, think about that. You know, and the Hulk walk away knowing he was in a fucking scrap. Like, a serious fucking scrap. Yeah, Juggernaut's pretty big hitter. People tend to forget sometimes just how powerful potentially Juggernaut is, right? So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Juggernaut. Same. Here's one for next week, which I thought would be kind of interesting. In one corner, you have the X-Men Mutant Storm. Weighing in at approximately 130 pounds. 160 soaking wet. In this intergender matchup against Black Adam. Weighing in around 200 pounds using magic and all sorts of nonsense and trickery. Should be a good fight for sure. So... That's next week's matchup. Storm of the X-Men against Shazam's number one foe, Black Adam. Have you ever asked yourself, what is the answer? What are we doing here? What oh, yeah, is, what is the, the answer? answer? Fuck, that's good weed. Jesus, either that or I just smoke. Well, you can never say smoke you too smoke much too much. No, you don't. Holy fuck. Anyways. You always can be like, I smoke a little too little. Anyways, continue, sorry. So, what is the answer? You're camping. I'm setting this up. Okay, set the, set the stage, if you will. You're camping. You're out there. You have a choice. Am I in the middle of the fuck nowhere? shit, but you have a choice. You can use this crazy old wooden outhouse, or you can just go behind a tree and take a shit, and hope that your ass doesn't rub against a rattlesnake, or fucking poison ivy, or... Okay, so... A hungry fucking weasel comes out for your weasel. Here's my answer for you, okay? I would rather... Does it matter if you're in a campground? Does that make a difference? Yeah, a little bit. So what what is it? Am I in a campground or some my my campground? Like, what's up? Okay, we'll say both. We'll say if you're in a campground or you're just in your backyard with an outhouse there. In the campground? I'm sorry, I'm going to the fucking forest and I'm taking a shit behind a fucking tree. Because you know what? That's an old-ass outhouse, and how many people sit on that a day? And, man, you ever gone into an outhouse that's wood? You go to sit down on that seat, and you're scared you're going to fucking break the wood because it's been festering with shit for so long. I'm not even, like, I would... Okay, so, quick story. I used to know a guy, and I used to go out to his cabin for, like, weekends and shit, okay? And it was on an island, they didn't have a fucking bathroom inside the cabin. They had a shitty outhouse that was wood and looked like it was there for a hundred fucking years. I walked in there to try to take a shit. I went to go sit down. 
and I heard cracking. So I immediately got up, Oh. and any time I went there, I never took a shit for, like, two whole days, man. Sometimes I went, I went there for a four-day weekend once. Never took a shit the whole time. You know, our friend Pete Jones, good luck getting him to shit out in public anywhere. <laughs> Just saying. I used to be like that too, man, but uh, my school had a problem with the crabs infestation. Oh! Or at least that's what Are I you felt. serious? Are you for real there? Is that a true story? Legit. It's not like 100% You don't have true. to say it's the like, school's name, It's but... like people in the school definitely had crabs, okay? Oh! Certain individuals. And Jesus! You definitely did not want to use certain washrooms. Moving on. I know you lived in the middle, but fuck nowhere. Moving on here. But still. Fucking. So what's your answer then? I would hear just you. Okay, so if it's just me. You're camping by an old outhouse. Okay, first off, I would go in and see the condition. If it looks like the shit hasn't been pumped out for six years, I'm not going to sit on that toilet seat because there's probably like a fucking rattlesnake sitting in there. Ready to jump up and get into my asshole or something. That's another fear that I have of using outhouses. Let's get real. You know, you walk something in. crawl up your ass. You walk in and there's flies coming out. And it's like hot as fuck in there. And you're like, I gotta take a shit in here. I'm gonna open up my ass cheeks and put them on this fucking toilet seat. Okay? And a fucking fly no, is gonna, gonna fly up my asshole. Yeah, or no, you hover... I... And you hope to God you have the shin powers of fucking a god, and you don't have a long-ass shit. I wouldn't do it, man. Like, okay, another quick I've story. I've outhouses. So I worked at a job once, and we went to the opening in, like, a fucking golf opening. Right. It was, like, the RBC or some shit like that. It was pretty big. Okay. We catered. So I went into the outhouse to have a smoke because there was no smoking whatsoever on the grounds, Okay. So I went into the outhouse to have a smoke, and I'm sitting there smoking. And, like, I'm like, man, it smells fucking horrible in here. And I happen to look over at the seat, and the seat, the whole back of the seat is just... Oh, no! One big curved shit. Oh! Like, someone literally hovered and shit on the toilet seat all around the back of it. That's nasty. And it was like one big anaconda shit. I was, I was kind of nasty. impressed, because it wasn't broken, it was all... That's it, still... It, it wasn't picked up, like, there was that's no smudge nasty. marks, it looked like it just came straight out and on the seat. Okay, that is impressive. It still. is impressive, but at the same that's time, nasty. nasty. Yeah. That's a shit that's, snake. I just, I don't like it's outhouses. It's kind of snake. So either way, I guess the answer there would be, I would not... Yeah, I choose... I would choose the forest. my pants first. Yeah, I would I choose shitting in and around poison ivy and wiping my ass with that shit than using a fucking outhouse. You know what I know is buy more underwear. That's it. You know what I mean? Nothing else needs to be said there. Okay. So, this happened. This is a bit of an intriguing answer. I'm hoping. Because it's a bit of an intriguing question. If this happened, what if we only live for 48 hours? Two days. Oh my fucking Christ. Okay. Think about that. So your first day, obviously, you'd be coming from an infant into, like, a teenager? I would hope so, at least. So, imagine how much you would be growing. You Humans would just be in pain constantly, for one. Two, could you imagine? Oh, you're fucking three hours old. Go cut the fucking grass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what? You only need three diapers. 
Yeah, for that's each it. Size, you, know you know what it'd I mean? Be, it'd be fucking way cheaper to have a kid, though. But imagine if you uh you were late giving birth. You gotta push out like a fucking four-year-old child. Oh, that would be bad, man. You killed your mother. It. You wanna know what's left of your mother? How would you like, have? Think about it, though. How would you have a fulfilling life in one day? When you think about the world the way it is and everything, that's crazy. You know what? Nothing would sacred. Two like episodes. That's what you get. We would fuck like <laughs> rabbits, man. Oh, for sure. Like, it would be insane. And, and a pregnancy would probably last hours. Oh, I would have to. Could you imagine, like, oh, I'm pregnant. 30 minutes later, you have a kid. Yeah, I was born 12 hours ago. Guess what? I'm having a kid. Yeah, like, whoa. Usually they wait until they're 24 hours, but who am I to decide, you know? That's a good one, eh? I put some thought into that one. Man, you can go everywhere. Like, schooling would, oh. be, would be fucking, what, 14 would it hours? Exist? Would it matter? Yeah, would it matter? Really? You go there. Oh, my God. The training for jobs. Could you imagine? Most surgeons would be stupid as fuck. Here's a scalpel. You cut. Here's how to stitch. Go to it. Then again, you only live for 48 hours. Is it really worth it? Yeah, is it really worth having a doctor at that point? I well, know, I hope you had children. That would be your whole life goal as a human would be mate. That's a crazy... That's a good one, Am. I'm proud of myself. That is a good question. Because your whole goal would be to mate because you'd be dead. You want to leave something, right? Yeah, for the next 48 hours. Yeah, <laughs> for the next 48 hours, yeah, That right? would be, though, what would make that so pivotal for a human being. Like, think about it. If you only live 48 hours, if... For some reason, you were sterile. Just shoot yourself in the head. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Like, think about it. And I'm not saying, if you're listening to this, I'm not saying, hey, go shoot yourself in the head. I'm saying, hey, if we only live for 48 hours, dumbass. Like, two days, man. Like, could you imagine the last bit? Like, the second day, you'd feel fucking amazing because you'd be, like, in your 20s, your prime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you just fucking die Think at the about end of the day at like sports eighty-six. Be. Oh my god! One, di- it'd be I fucking, played a period of yeah. hockey. It was great. I'm dead. Like <laughs> <laughs> seriously, Wayne Gretzky just died right on the ice. <laughs> like seriously, the the roster changes would be crazy. Yep. Whoever held the Stanley Cup for oh my gee, that brings up another good point. How long would you be able to hold the Stanley Cup? Like minutes, seconds. Seconds, man. Because you couldn't do it for days, right? Seconds. Like, everybody has the cup for 30 seconds. Enjoy. Yeah, get your cameras ready before. We don't care if you don't have that camera ready when you get it. You have 30 seconds. People hum- like people got their beers open, pouring in the top, chugging it in 30 seconds. That brings up another good point. Is 48 hours long enough to become a alcoholic, or is everybody just a casual drinker? At- at seven, at like what? I think at five hours old, you should be able to drink. At that point, then you can really tell if you're gonna be an alcoholic and need some CAA or whatever the fuck it is. See, motherfuckers, and you're thinking, how this conversation start? But my God, my mind is being blown away. It is right like now. I'm. I'm just thinking of so many. Like, could you imagine CAA meetings? Well, guys, you're an alcoholics, right? Yes, I'm an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. Well, drink up doesn't well, matter. Well, guys, we only live for 48 hours, so that's pretty depressing. Let's have a drink. There's your CAA meetings. Could you imagine prison sentences? 
Oh, he's getting twenty. He's getting forty-eight hours to life. Yeah, life would suck. Life. Yeah, for sure. It'd be short, but it would still suck. Too bad I stole that gumball when I was fucking four hours old. Now I'm spending life in jail. <laughs> I'm only sixteen hours old now. That would suck, actually. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, man. Okay, so moving on. What am I thinking? Roadkill go. You're poor chipmunk and you just got fucking squished. My lights, they're fading. I can't feel my legs. My legs! Is that a... What is that? Is that is a that bright God? light? Is that God? It's coming towards me. No, it's a coon! No, it's still alive! Ah! Oh, you just had to end it with such violence. Yep. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. If this was a person, if you know Hamilton, this is going to be a fun one. Gage Park. <laughs> yeah, if Gage okay, so Park was a human. Gage Park would be someone that's like, average height, white guy. He's got like, scars everywhere, but he's generally like, dresses okay. Dresses okay, you know. Tries, but doesn't succeed. Because they've done improvements to that park. Shit like that. You know, you can actually walk in there at night now. I'm just saying the scars are like, you know, back in the day when you could walk through there and get stabbed, raped, fucking, you name it. This is probably going way too personal, but since we're on Gage Park, um, I was, okay, I'm 49 now. I was probably 22. You do the math. Uh, at what year this happened, but... I, uh, <laughs> back in my crazy youth, I did some stupid spontaneous shit. And one night it got me sleeping in Gage Park. I was 22 years old and it was December and I crawled in a bush. And I'll tell you what, fuck everyone, I slept like a baby. <laughs> That's all you need to know. One one day we'll have Cracker on. I'm pretty sure he has a story about passing out and oh, I'm sure for days. Yeah, but not because he hasn't slept, just because he was hammered. No, no, I'm, I or heard stoned. it was because he was stoned as fuck. Or An stoned. An old guy came and robbed him, and then gave him back his shit when he woke up or something. Like, all right, we'll have to get the full story from him eventually. Yes. Okay, so last but not least, because we all know how these segments go, zipper lip. Come sucker. I've been thinking about this one for a long time. Ready? Told licking kumquat. Ooh. That one, like, trumps this. Fuck. I was just going to call you some, like, foot fungus eating, you know, poop head. Oh, we're kid friendly again? Yeah, man. In your mind, this show you will love... never fucking be kid friendly. <laughs> no. No. My, I'm never letting my child listen to this I until would fucking he stumbles upon it one day. He'll edit. Yeah, when he's 30 yeah. and you're dead and he's going through your shit. Yeah. He'll be like, what the fuck? And he'll be like, oh my god. And then his, yeah, well, who cares? You won't be around, neither will I. Fuck it. That'll be his problem at that point. I was just thinking that's a you problem. Hey, if you need fucking therapy after that, hey, you were the dumbass that found the tapes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to speak. We're doing insults of the week, oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. You know? Apple eat. squeezer. Ooh. Lich getting fungus eater. Booger eater. Booger eater. Butt cheeks. Butt cheek liquor. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. 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 
Just the liquor on the end of that makes it so much worse. Oh, it just makes it so, oh, uh, so dirty. So dirty. Basketball liquor. Basketball liquor. Yeah. Scrotum sucking hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you win that one. I, I got nothing. You leprosy filled leprechaun. <laughs> oh. You want to see me gold, okay, but you're going to lose a leg? Vince McMahon's orangutan boyfriend. <laughs> Child Mr. friendly, but still. Mister, you know what? You should just go ahead and just drink fucking sanitizer. Just do it. It's okay. It's okay. I'm Donald Trump. I will watch him do it first. Oh, I so wish. You know what? I thought after if I was at that press conference or whatever, I would have put up my hand and went, please demonstrate for us. How you want this procedure? Yeah, yeah, please down. start. You first. You first, orangutan fucking lip fucking pizza. Again, I know I've said it before, but imagine when the next president takes over. Oh, it's fucked. And he's going into the fuck. presidential office, and he's like, wow, this is amazing. And then he looks up, and there's, like, big hoops on the ceilings, fucking a tire swing. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> some a straw tree. on the ground. Yeah. Some straw, and he's like, where'd the desk go? And one of those fucking officers is like, well, Trump was an orangutan hybrid, and nobody knew it. Oh, some so of us did. He just decked out the fucking presidential office and his suite to look like a fucking zoo. <laughs> like, I can just imagine him. He's, like, going to the war room. He's swinging off the fucking roof. Making those chimpanzee yeah. noises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably like Zoolander, he looks at the computer and starts smashing it. Ooh, ooh, making those fucked up noises. By the way, speaking of Zoolander, I had to come for a moment. Let's let's get back to reality. With Zoolander? No, no, but this reminds me of Zoolander because he was in it. The great Jerry Stiller, oh. Ben Stiller's dad, died this week. He was 92. The world lost a very funny guy, you know? When he was on Seinfeld, he was hilarious. And you know what? He was really, as far as I'm concerned, the only reason to watch King of Queens. So I just wanted to uh, put a shout-out and my condolences, obviously, to his uh, family and the people that loved him and his fans. He was great in Zoolander. He was fucking awesome. Him and his fucked-up prostate. (laughs) Classic stuff. So, uh... So I just wanted to get that out there, so rest in peace, uh, Mr. Stiller. On the bright side of some corona news here, the uh, Canadian government just authorized fucking clinical trials of a potential coronavirus vaccine. And normally, I think this shit's fake, but I saw it on the global news, so... We'll see. I don't think it's gonna be like, we did it, two fucking months later, but... We'll see. At least it's underway, people. At least somebody's trying to do something, but we said that before, right? But we all know, too, this brings up another point. When it does come out, there are people that are not going to get vaccinated. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, you know what? Unfortunately, that's going to be the reality. So, in 10 years, there's, you know when mumps came back? And, like, shit like that? Oh, yeah. That was more down in Peterborough. Well, a lot of a lot of things have there, returned. Obviously, there. A lot of things gets returns for sure. But uh, yeah, 
And that's because people are like, I'm not going to vaccinate my kids because I saw one article that said kids can be turned into Down syndrome kids. Okay, hold on a second. I'll make this as clear as I can. This is my opinion and this is my show, so fuck you. Another inspirational quote. Nice. Here's the thing. If you don't fucking get, in this day and age especially, if you don't get your fucking kid their immunization shots, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, you're a fucking monster. Because now more than ever, you know what, as far as I'm concerned, children need those shots, man. They need, like, the world ain't getting any fucking better. And these people would say, oh, this shot might be worse than the fucking whatever it's taken and you're getting a shot for. Yeah, maybe. But the chances are you're protecting your kid and you're saving yourself and your kid a lot of heartache. But in saying that, when you go to get a shot, everything's a risk. Don't just look at the doctor and be like, yeah, that's okay. Give them the shot. Make sure you know what the fuck they're giving. Well, again, get educated. You know what I mean? Common sense. But what I'm saying is most people, you know, they just don't go to a fucking quack like that fucking veterinarian dude on uh, Trailer Park Boys. They actually, you know, go and fucking to a credible fucking doctor and get the shots because it's the fucking smart thing to do. So we don't have the mumps and corona and black plague coming back. <laughs> Not just that, but it also helps build your kid's immune system and it protects him and others when he goes to school. Use your fucking brain. I remember when they like didn't let kids go to school when they weren't vaccinated. I know, and it, and I don't know why now they have a choice. Well, That's now, horseshit. Now, if you you just need to tell the school that you don't believe in that, they'll That's send bullshit. you to an Ontario Works building, and you'll have to watch a video. About the dangers of not vaccinating your kids. And then you decide afterwards. And you're like, well, I still don't think my kids should be vaccinated. So, no. And I think you're an asshole at that point. Pretty much. Well, that's, that's fucking, fucking bag. That's how they fucking think, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be lots more stupid before this show is over. We'll be talking about as well. So, but yeah, as far as I'm concerned... You're just playing with fire, man, if you don't you don't do it. Especially in today's day and age. That's all I'm saying. So, while we do life before corona. The world before corona. Are we recording now? Is the year. Is this working now? No more glitchy glitchy? Oh, it's being glitchy, I think. Yeah, it's being, it's being glitchy as fuck. As long as it's recording, whatever. Well, we'll see what it records and what it doesn't, I guess. All right. So, the year I'm thinking of. 2001. Only one really big thing happened on oh, 2001. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where were you during 9-11, Captain Asshole? Was at work when it happened. And then the place I was working at decided everybody needed to shut down and uh, watch a TV all day and think that this was World War Three. So nice. It was the beginning of the end. So a lot of people thought, and with good reason, Without really hashtagging the shit out of this and getting into it too crazy because... Oh, I'm hashtagging it. Because this will be just... This could get out of control. I will say this much. On that day, man, I couldn't imagine being there when it happened. Like, I can't even imagine the fucking horrific bullshit. I've seen YouTube videos and the sounds that they made... When they jump from the buildings, those poor and bastards. The ground, that knew that was horrible. Oh, 
And the worst part is, is I watched them like on 420 for some reason that day. I was like, we had no weeds. We were like, fuck it. I woke up and my buddy was watching fucking 9-11 videos for some reason. So we just sat there most of the day and watched 9-11 videos. It was fucked up. It's very morbid. Yeah, it was some... And like, you could tell when they hit, they it shook the ground. Like, oh yeah. There was glass breaking and shit. Like, yeah, it was fucking horrendous. But uh, the firefighters that ran into that building were fucking... Could you imagine... Doing their job. Running into that building. Well, there were real-life superheroes that day, man, for sure. The ones that got out and the ones that didn't. Because some of those guys survived and they got a lot of people out. Unfortunately, there were also a lot of people that lost their lives doing probably the most selfless thing you could possibly do as a human being. Which is trying to save other people. You know, it's just a shitty fucking tragic fucking thing. And the world was never the same after. Like, it fucked the world so hard. To the point now, we're honest to God, it's hard for me to even fathom what the fuck the world was like before 9-11. Well, that's what it's going to be like with Corona. Like, really? Like, I don't even remember. It seems like it was a literally a different life. It was, It's like, it's not even the same animal. The world. It's not even close to the same fucking animal. Well, that's what it's going to be like after Corona. And that's then, why I wanted to bring this up, because it changed the world. Well, Corona's going to do the same thing. Yeah, but for a different reason. Yeah. Right, like 9-11 changed everything because of the simple fact of the paranoia and the fear that George W. Bush and his administration, in my opinion, threw out to just fucking, you know, so they could go to war. Right? Yeah. Like, plain and simple. And go after a guy who they trained in the first place. If he even existed. Osama bin Laden, even that's up for debate. Yep. You don't kill someone like that, just dump him out in the ocean. Yeah, even the way they they so-called took him out. Come on, man, I'll buy it. You telling me there wasn't one person there, man, that didn't have even a phone, cell phone camera? No, like, better, best fucking hide-and-seek player in the world, if so. Yeah, and you're just going to unceremoniously just go, oh. By the time they got him, he's just an old man fucking sitting oh, in a cave. Oh, that was Saddam Hussein. Well, yeah, they both were pretty much. Same thing. They were both pretty old. Even Osama bin Laden, man. The guy wasn't fucking... He was getting up there. And this is a so-called guy that was on the run forever. So really, if you think about it, George W. Bush got his way in a couple uh, on a couple fronts. One... He finished what his daddy started when he went after old man Hussein, who by that point, as far as I'm concerned, really, did it really even matter at that point? He was holed up in a fucking hole, literally. Like, does did it really matter? And, well, you know, we all know the whole fucking Osama bin Laden fucking thing and how that played out. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, those fucks are still around. Terrorists didn't go away. It just fueled the fire. Oh, yeah. And as far as these so-called conspiracy theorists on 9-11, you know what? I don't so much see it as a conspiracy. I see it as, you know what? If you look at it with open eyes, it is what it is. At the end of the day, 2,000 fucking people died. And for what? For fucking war. That at the end of the day, just like Vietnam and other wars before it, solved absolutely fuck all. At the end of the day, stupid. It's fucking stupid. 
to me, war is, yes, it's a business, and it's a serious fucking business. And if you're going to yeah, take it, and if you're going to take it, in but if you're going to take it that far, okay, all I'm saying is if you're going to take it that far, to me, that has to be an absolute last fucking resort. Like, I remember... War, in my mind, has to be an absolute last resort, and obviously to most of the leaders in the world, they say it is, but it's not. I remember when I was a kid, I remember thinking, like, why couldn't war just be one big paintball, you know, big paintball match? Or if you get hit, you're dead. Go home. But here's the thing with couldn't that. Couldn't it be nice? That's it's, that's like a perfect world. Yeah. But it's not And nobody makes world. money that way. And, uh, you know, you're not... When you're a child, war you're is naive business, as man. fuck. You don't know that war is business. You just think it's because two people are angry at each other. Oh, no, it goes way deeper than that. No war is fought on the grounds of, you know what... This guy said I was a fucking scrotum licking possum fucker. He's dead. Well, again, when you're doesn't small, work you don't that way. That. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Wards end when people are satisfied with the amount of money they made. That's how it fucking works. Yeah, but you got to spend money to go to war too. It's like any business; you got to spend money to make money, man. And it's big enough business sometimes, like the Vietnam situation, where fuck. The Americans made up a story just so they could go to fucking get involved in that. Because it was too big of a drug war for them to stay out of. Too many poppies to pick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Don't well, that's kid yourself. Another thing. That's another thing. The government has become the major drug dealer in the world. Oh, they have been for a while, just like they're the major arms dealer. Like, isn't and that that's fuck? every fucking government, to some degree or another. Isn't that just fucked? Could you imagine when they do this arms ban after it, they just take all those guns and they sell them? Well, that's not, supposedly, that's not the idea here. The idea here is unlike in America to actually dispose of them. Like, I don't know, man. But we'll see. Of course, America didn't do that because they're America. They're fucking built on blood money, big time. Just like the fucking Vatican. Fucking blood money. That's right, and it's Sunday as of this recording, and yep. I'm being fucking blasphemous. Fuck you. Because it's the truth. I don't think they have blood money in there. I think it's just the world's largest porno collection. Oh, they have blood money. Believe me. The artifacts and the riches. Do you think that all was donated? Yeah, donated by force, motherfucker. Oh, I know. And all I in the name like, of fucking God. I wonder what kind of Fuck cool them. secrets they know about the past. Oh, they they for sure. They they got their hands in some serious shit. For sure. Because the church definitely kept records of what they did in the past, just for the future. Well, history tends to repeat itself, right? Which is kind of true. Well, the church hasn't gone on brigades and shit. Oh, believe me, if they thought they could, they'd have us all out there again with pitchforks and torches. Believe me. If they thought they could, well, you hell, hell damn right they would. For sure. They need the influence, man. What the fuck was that movie we watched last night? Which one? The one with all the different fucking emotions. Oh, uh... Oh, I smoked too much. Uh... Me Too, wasn't it? I don't know. Something like that? I don't know, we'll so figure it out. So all, like, the different emotions in this fucking chick's head? Yeah. And she's, and she's like, I'm like... gonna run away from home, and sadness is, like, fucking everything up. That movie is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that movie is pretty good. And having, like, a newborn kid, all I think is every time he cries, there's just some, like, tubby little sad fat kid in his head pressing a button. 
It's like, I'm sad. Yeah, it's a good movie. We'll figure out the name of it, the proper name of it, but... I'll ask the ball and chain show. She's watched it a couple times. I mean, my wife. I just watched it for the uh, first time. Okay, so let's do Exposing Bullshit. Yeah! Exposing Bullshit! That fucking opening, by the way, that opening is fucking fantastic. Pretty on-the-fly one, but it turned out really good. Yeah, man. Exposing Bullshit! So anyways. Yeah! Exposing Bullshit this week. Here we go. Have you ever wondered, I don't know if you've ever seen the trick, most magicians do it, turning water into ice. Here's how you do this trick. Isn't there a chemical? No, but first, here's how you do the trick. First, you go out to the store, the dollar store. Go out, buy, say, a yellow cup. There's a reason you want a yellow coffee cup. Now, take that back. Oh, while you're there, buy yourself a sponge. A yellow sponge while you're at the dollar store. Then go back to your house. Take the sponge, cut it in the shape of... What? Steal a bong off, you Captain Asshole. So anyways, you fucking uh, take the sponge, you cut it so it fits snugly into the bottom of the cup. Now, you're ready to go. So, you take a cube of ice, put it in the cup. Now obviously, you're not going to let the audience see the ice cube in the cup. Then, you get about half a cup of water. You don't want it, obviously... So the water fucking is higher than the sponge. And you pour it in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you pour the water in to the cup. Then swish the cup around, say some magical fun words for about 20 seconds. Put your palm of your hand out, turn the cup over. Oh, water's gone. There's the cube of ice. Oh, snap. Because start doing the these sponge, as you're describing them. The sponge absorbed the water. So there you go. There's also uh, inside baby's diapers, there's a powder that absorbs water. You use that. I've seen that. That's how musicians make water disappear. No, that's how they do it in a cup. And they turn it into ice. So now you know, that's exposing bullshit for this week. Yeah! So let's, let's talk about the uh, Rick and Morty episode. As you're grinding that herbal. From last week. Yep. I thought it was much better than the week before. Oh, definitely. It was one of those, without giving away too much, it was a bit of a mind fuck. Well, we're going to do something that you don't like. Spoiler alert. Aw, oh, you son of a... Point Point being here is uh, that fucking the whole time when they go home and they're like, Oh, what a great adventure. Yeah, that was a classic adventure. And then they're like, where's Summer? Because we took <laughs> summer, and then they go back and find out, like, they spent, like, weeks there building a civilization. Yeah, and she's, like, living it up. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I was much better than the one before. And fuck it, uh... I don't know, I haven't seen a trailer or anything for this week's episode. But I'm hoping they keep going on the uptrend as far as, uh, quality of episodes go. For sure. What's well, all picture... Of this week's episode, and it was like them sitting in like green water or something with like tubes in their mouth, and fucking Rick's giving Morty the finger. Interesting. <coughs> so, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out this week, or at least tonight, I guess. It's Sunday. Yeah, tonight. I remember it when I lived in Guelph. I used to like rush home. I used to make sure that I got off work, or else I'd book it. I'd book the day off just to watch the new Rick and Morty episode. That's some dedication. It is dedication, man. And 
back in the day, you could find it online as it was being, like, shown. Nowadays, you cannot unless you buy it. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, man. You can watch full YouTube episodes of Rick and Morty without, like, the fucking Switch or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, basically, we want all the motherfuckers to watch it. It's, it's a good episode, for sure. I was talking to somebody at work. I was like, you watch that? He was like, no, and I almost bitch slapped him. Speaking of that, I got a similar... Your brothers, especially the one brother, will bleep this name. Uh, Editing. He's fucking, uh, he's like hardcore. Fucking into Rick and Morty, and I saw him the other day. Motherfucker, he hasn't watched him yet. Are you joking? No, I'm dead serious. I want to call him up and ask the fuck the deal is. Wow. He told me it's because he wants to binge watch them all at once. That that was his. It kind of makes sense, but at the same time, I can't wait to watch the next episode. Oh, I hear you. Just because they held it for so long, I'm just sad that it's only fucking four more left. No, there's not even four more. After tonight. No, because they're doing ten. They yeah. did five. And now they did five. five, and now they did two. This will be the third one. Three. Use your fingers. Well, that's the first five. one. This is the second one. No, what? this is the third one. Jesus. Good weed. Fucking losing time here. So children do to you. You said it. So on that note, guess what we have this week? We actually have a skit. Dad, me and Darren did anal last night for the first time. And then he stuck it into my vagina. And now everything smells like a dirty swamp and my ass is itchy. And I even took a shower. What should I do? Well, daughter, maybe you shouldn't be such a slut. Fuck everybody you meet on the Barton bus. I use Moses' holy bags of douche on my butthole, and it feels like the hands of God himself are scrubbing the inside of my butthole. You should call him today. OMG, you douche. Moses here. From the people that brought you Jesus fucking Christ the dildo, and the devil's anal beads, and the Jesus Christ sex bot, now brings you a holy bag of douche. It feels like the holy hands of heaven have reached into my butt and parted the shit away. That's right. Now you can feel holy fresh. Every time you douche your dirty little hole. It washes my dirty sins away. That's right, sinners! Now, for the low price of $24.99, we will send you a holy bag of douche! It feels like I've shoved forbidden fruit up my ass and I liked it. It's good for itching, scratching, festering, holy warts! This is the product for you! That's right, order now! Order now, we are on a limited supply! Each bag has personally been baptized before it is sent out. So not only is it good for whatever ails your glory hole, but now you can also do exorcisms as well on the side. For $24.99 of you call now, we'll give you a second bag of douche for free. That's right, for free. We have lots of different types of bags of douches, which include cup douche, credit card douche, cork douche, remote douche, twister douche, radio douche, spoon douche, MP3 player douche, drawer douche, 
chair douche, speaker douche, tomato douche, good for when you're fucking a skunk, chalk douche, nail file douche, Malaysian douche, soy sauce packet douches, and for limited time only, white douche, grape flavored douche, may attract unsavory none, shipping and handling not included. That's history! Richard Nixon was a great musician, that's right. The 37th President of the United States, and the only president to resign from office so far, actually was an extremely talented musician. He played five instruments in total. Piano, saxophone, clarinet, accordion, and violin. That's history. Fight talk! Okay, so... Let me just uh, quickly fill you in on what we're going to cover here today, because there's a lot. We're going to talk about Mike Tyson coming back to boxing. Evander Holyfield, who must be at least 60 or 160. I don't know, but he's old. He's thinking of making a comeback as well. We're also going to talk UFC 249 a little bit. And uh, Dark Side of the Ring, uh, Last Ride of the Road Warriors. The documentary that was on Spike on Tuesday that just passed. And I'm also going to talk to you about, <coughs> as an old school wrestling fan, how I think wrestling should be done fucking right. But first, before we get into all that shit, Budman, you have a great story to tell. So we want to get it in. <coughs> so here it is. Go. So uh, Friday I came home from work, and uh, my wife hands me this plastic baggie, and inside it's got... What looks to be at the time, when I looked at it, a ball of hash. And I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then I started to look closer. And it looked like stitching. And a ball... It looked like my kid's belly button before it fell out. It was my kid's belly button. And she looks at me and she's like, do you want to keep it? (laughs) And my first thought in my mind was like, why would I keep that? That would be like me going and getting his foreskin cut and being like, yes, I'd like to keep that so I can put it in a milkshake and drink it. No. That's it. That's all I got, man. I wanted you to bring it up because... I got so excited, too. I was like, it's a ball of hash. Nice. What a letdown, eh? Could you imagine if she didn't tell you and you thought it was and you said, (laughs) (laughs) Well, kid, part of you will always be a part of me. (laughs) (laughs) takes that to a whole new level (laughs) so I just wanted you to bring that up because I wanted to to make the point of before we get into fight talk and I wanted you to bring this up was the fact that like man people they save their kids foreskins their kids after birth after birth their belly but like I don't what what why I can't figure that out. I can't wrap my head around that. So, in saying that, if anyone can enlighten me, where can they find us? YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and our website at www.nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. Come on, you had to know it was coming. I had to get it in there at least once. It's my thing. Now, let's go from baby's belly buttons falling off to uh, Mike Tyson. I, uh... A few days ago, this came to my attention. You should go on Mike Tyson's Twitter page and his personal fucking website. He is 53 years old, 
the scary part is he looks fantastic. And he wants to come back into boxing at 53. He does look... fucking crazy. He does look fucking amazing. And he had a great quote on his Twitter page that basically, along the lines of his ego has been uh, reunited, and he's fucking basically... The flames of war have ignited in him, and he wants to return to battle. Oh, it's a crazy quote. You people should check it out. My point of bringing this up, I don't know who thought of this first, Mike Tyson or Evander Holyfield, but now Evander wants to do what Mike Tyson is doing. He wants to come back as well. And I'm pretty sure he's older than Mike. But Mike looks like if you gave him the right opponent, man, he's still Beat the shit out of a motherfucker. Mike Tyson, man. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I'm sure there are some... Well, any boxer really out there. I'm sure on any given night, Mike could probably still punch the shit out of them. I'm sure. Mike Tyson was a fucking beast. Mm -hmm. And an owner of tigers. But anyways, just thought I'd throw that in. And... tigers off Exotic Joe. And... And... Mike Tyson is also reportedly getting involved with all elite wrestling and something as well. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to wrap my whole head around the whole Mike Tyson, a 53-year-old, coming into the ring and boxing a 25-year-old and probably knocking them the fuck out. That, to me, would be absolutely fucking crazy. And... Speaking of knocking the fuck out, let's go to UFC 249. It was a pretty good event, deep card. The main event was really good. A lot of people have watched it. I'm not fucking a UFC expert, so I'm not going to sit here and critique the whole goddamn thing because it'd take too long. But here's what is interesting me right now in the UFC. This whole Fight Island thing. They're going to have a card on Fight Island. The only thing is, Dana White is the only one that knows where Fight Island is and how they're going to pull this off, and he's not saying. Fight Island. Yeah, so he Dana promises White, there's going to be fights. UFC Dana White fights has on a an fight island. island. Yes. That's fucking intense. Yes. And then the next question becomes, where does Conor McGregor fit in all this? Is he going to be on Fight Island in a fight? Because he's sure itching to get into it again. And his last fight, well, like him, hate him. I don't know, man. The dude got it done in short order. Now, here's the thing, though, that I think is Corona. Here's an example of Corona throwing a fucking twist into somebody, though. Now we have Dana White, who has a $100 million. That's right, $100 million facility in Nevada. And he can't use it right now because of the Nevada State Athletic fucking commission because nothing is allowed right now to be played sports wise in nevada so that kind of should be not in alabama but the thing is though is it's can you imagine dana white or even yourself man you put all this time and effort into ufc and shit and you've done all this and you got fucking 150 like a hundred million dollars sorry 100 million dollar facility sitting there and you can't use it Got to burn your ass a little. Although, I will say, right now there's a whole big thing about 
the empty arena fighting thing. Now, Vince McMahon has not been able to pull that off at all, in my opinion. AEW has kind of the right idea. At least they have a few guys scattered around the ring that, you know, cheer for whoever they like, whoever the fuck they are, whatever. At least there's some kind of noise being made. Now, I do like the fact in the empty arena that it's much more up close and personal and you hear all the shit talking and, you know, when a motherfucker hits another motherfucker, you you really know it. I think that works for the UFC, though. I think that's, you know what, Dana White was so worried about that. And I know he's still worried about it because, well, he can't put asses in the seats. Well, you know what, right now, Dana, it worked. So if you have to do this fight island thing where everybody's going to be on an island and, you know, the only way you can get it anyways is through pay-per-view, well, you know what, that's brilliant if you think about it. It's kind of a way to at least try to compensate for not having asses in the seat. But, I mean, in his defense, though, right now, what do you do, right? It's corona time. And let's face it, it's still corona's world. But I'm saying is it works for the UFC much better than it does for Vince McMahon. AEW's kind of doing it okay from what I can see. Only because they have a few people scattered around, you know, that at least makes some noise. So you're just not out there, you know, doing this fucking dance that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This pointless dance. At least there's, you know, somebody in the background making noise other than the fucking guys calling the match and chirping. So now that that's all out of the way. Uh, let's talk about Dark Side of the Ring for a few minutes. This documentary series has been fantastic. I'm looking forward to the one on Tuesday night. It's the season finale, and it's about the Owen Hart tragedy. And I think a lot of Canadians should sit and watch that. Even if they don't even like wrestling, it doesn't matter. This is a story that goes way beyond wrestling, especially in this country. So people should check that out as far as I'm concerned, especially in Canada. But anyways, I digress on that. Next week, we'll talk about that after I see the season finale of Dark Side of the Ring. But for now, that's all I'm going to say on that. I watched The Road Warriors. I am a huge-ass fanboy of The Road Warriors. They're right up there with Batman and Peanut Butter. Like, seriously. So, I was interested. I thought the reenactments were good. Batman and Peanut Butter. Yeah. So like peanut butter and jelly? No, just peanut butter. butter. So, I watched it. I liked the reenactments. What they did do, they got right for the most part, but Paul Ellery fucked up. The Legion of Doom was not from He-Man, it was from Super Friends. But anyways, other than that, the story from what I know is pretty accurate. And I've read Animal's book, I've seen lots of interviews. I even heard Hawk mention it in an interview before he died. That, you know... That's where he got the name the Legion of Doom from. He stole it from the Super Friend, which is cool. It's superhero related. And it in their day, they were pretty much living, breathing, comic book action heroes. Uh, but what they did do, they did pretty well. Um, I know they only had 45 minutes or so. But I wish they had talked a little more about their days, early days in the AWA and Georgia Championship Wrestling. I wanted them to go into a little more detail about the scaffold match as well, which surprised me that they didn't have Jim Cornette on because he worked with the Road Warriors for a long time, uh, especially off and on. But there was a period there where 
they were working with the Midnight Express almost every night. But they were, I mean, they had amazing matches. So, I recommend that if you're a fan of wrestling, you'll probably want to watch it. It is sad. It's a sad ending to the story, obviously, because Hawk and his addictions finally got to him. But there was a period there from the mid-80s to the early 90s where they were... People talk about Hulk Hogan. Well, I could argue with you that they were just as big. And to this day, nobody says, hey, that's a Hulk Hogan pop, is all I'm saying. But I digress. But you should check it out. But this is how generous and giving we are. We have a segment in a segment. Because after I watched that documentary, I thought, you know what? There's a lot of things they left out. So I'm going to fill in some of the blanks with an extra five fun facts about, you guessed it, the Road Warriors. Five fun facts about the Road Warriors. Five. The Road Warriors did not sell because they couldn't sell. They're one of the most brutal and physical tag teams in wrestling history. Even after joining the WWF as a Legion of Doom and having their act toned down for family TV, their stiff, no-nonsense style began when Georgia Championship Wrestling's booker, Ole Anderson, instructed them to no-sell everything. It became the Road Warriors' gimmick. They were billed as monsters that felt no pain. In time, it was what fans demanded. Four. The Road Warriors are the only tag team in history to capture the NWA World Tag Team title, the WWF slash WWE World Tag Team title, and the AWA World Tag Team Championship. Three. The Road Warriors became so popular, in fact, that even to this day, the legacy of the Road Warriors lives on in the form of the expression Road Warrior Pop. The Road Warriors use Black Sabbath's song, Iron Man, as their ring entrance until copyright laws forced them to eventually change it to Oh What a Rush, which got over crazy anyways. Number one. The Road Warriors dominated tag team wrestling, holding more than 20 tag team championships for various organizations in their more than 20-year run. So... Before we move on to the final part of my act here, uh, would you like to uh, say anything? I do have one more thing before I get into the final act, actually, but do you have anything you'd like to add here? Back to Dana White as a fucking wrestling island. Well, fighting island, wrestling island, the fuck whatever. They're going to go and roll around on a mat. like In a cage. In a cage. Or on an island, apparently, somewhere. That's Sounds crazy, great. isn't it? And the motherfucker also has a hundred million dollar training facility and shit. That he can't use. That he can't use right now because of the Nevada awesome. fucking commission. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all. Okay, well, <clears throat> no, we were talking about Vince McMahon and what's been going on lately in the WWE. Well, just a little bit more tidbit information here. Uh, Stephanie McMahon now. Has also sold over a over a million dollars in shares of the company as well. Fishy shit. It's just pretty strange. I don't know. And man, well you saw it. If you listen to the episode last week's episode when we were watching the Money in the Bank 
fucking oh my God, match. Vince didn't look fucking too hot, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just he didn't age well. Well, I mean, he was doing fine up to about six months ago, as far as I know. Man, now he looks rough. I don't know. I don't want to... I'm just saying. It's weird. But then I thought about this, right? Which brings me to my next part. But before I get there, I almost forgot again. Maybe Good weed. doing drugs. Good weed. The other night, I almost had a fight right out in the middle of the street. Damn. In front of my house. How do you forget about that? To make a long story short, well, it wasn't really a fight per se. It was more like two people got in, a guy and a chick, by the way, got, you know, things got a little heated on the sidewalk. They happened to stop in front of my house. And I'm thinking to myself, because I'm listening to them, they're loud enough inside my house. And I'm thinking... Oh, shit. Please, I don't want to hear a smacking noise or anything, because then, you know, if he hit her or something, then... It's home. Yeah, so I was like, oh, boy, I'm really going to have a story for the fucking podcast if this goes down. But, man, the shit talking that I heard. These fucking... Especially from this chick. Like, here's the thing with shit talking, right? If you ever notice... Women are way more cruel than men. Oh, yeah. Like, nasty. And the shit that was coming out of this bitch's mouth. Like, you could tell the guy was just getting more raged out. And she was just poking the bear on purpose. And I couldn't understand because he's twice the size she is. Which, that's why I really didn't want to hear a slap. Because I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do? I'm going to go out there with a baseball bat. Man, small bitches are like that, though. Yeah, this bitch was crazy, mind you. Not stereotyping, but she was a black woman. Oh, shit. So, and let's face it, when most of them snap, it's not pretty. No. But I was thinking, wow, as I'm as I'm trying not to listen, but I mean, the whole fucking block can hear them because they're not exactly being fucking quiet. And I'm thinking... Wow, she could do a great promo if she knew how to wrestle. Wow, because she was talking fucking smack. And the best part about it, it was coming from the heart, from the most spiteful part of her body. Damn. You know, so it was like real, real. Like, I I was like, holy fuck, either this guy's going to punch this bitch... Or she's just going to pull out a fucking gun or something. I'm going to have a shooting right in front of my fucking house. You know. And this poor guy didn't stand a fucking chance. Not a fucking chance, right? It's like you being a fucking, you know, a job guy in wrestling and trying to fucking have a verbal dispute with The Rock. Doesn't work, right? Like you just verbally get stomped on. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I didn't. That went on for about five, ten minutes. But anyways, I thought, you know what? That's a nice story, and it's literally close to home that I can mention on the podcast. Have you ever seen shit like that before, though, man? Yeah, man. They they get scary. At Walmart. Walmart. What? Hey, man, don't tell me you haven't gone to Walmart and seen two people, like, fucking arguing with each other. 
You know, and they start screaming at each other, and then I don't looks think at I've them. ever heard actual screaming. Other Man, I've than... had this happen twice. Okay, really? Where I've been there, and I've been shopping, and then all of a sudden they hear screaming, and I look down the aisle. It's this couple, and they stop fucking screaming at each other, and they look around and notice everybody's looking at them, and they just kind of like put their heads down and walk away. Fight club in Walmart. <clears throat> or the bitch is like, "We'll talk about this when we're outside." Oh, you know what that means. Right, if you're a guy, you know what that means. That means basically means not only am I getting sodomized, but I'll be lucky if I live through the night. I really fucked up. <laughs> that's that's pretty much pretty much the gist of it. You know, and since we're on the topic, just one more thing, real quick. I don't know why there isn't more Portuguese women in wrestling either. My neighbor, nice guy now, we all know him as Dr. J. Well, Dr. J is in a relationship right now with this nice I Portuguese girl. Think it's because of Corona. Well, she's a nice girl. She's nice enough. But man, and you know, we all know Dr. J. He likes to try to get in those jabs. This girl, man, good every time, bang, 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 she just shuts him right the fuck down. It's kind of funny, but it's kind of scary at the same time. Could have her on as counterpart. I still want to have both of them on this season. I'm going to try to talk them into it at the same time because I think that would be hilarious. Because if we can get her on, you you people will listen. You'll figure it out on your own what I'm saying. But no matter what he says, this girl is quick, and she comes back with something that just kicks him right in the nards. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But anyways, before I get really off topic here, that's part of the problem. Okay, the first thing... Here's the deal. This is from what I've observed in the last six months of being somebody that in the 80s was a huge wrestling fan that petered out in the mid-90s and just gave up. And then went back, tried to go back to it about six months ago. At least long enough to try to understand what the issues are. Well, I think I've kind of figured out what the fucking issues are. And here's the deal. First things first. You have to be able to talk. And nowadays, most of them... They get they have TV writers now that script shit for them and they give them a piece of paper and go, okay, memorize this, say this. What? What happened to the days where a guy could go out there, get up to the plate, take a swing, you know, and do his own thing and try to get himself over? Why? Business. Because, yeah, but it's dumb business because most of these guys now, the way they talk, it's almost robotic. You can still tell, like, some of them probably can't even memorize their shit, and they just read off a teleprompter. And it's like watching Donald Trump give a speech. It's the same thing. He's so blatantly reading a teleprompter. Nobody puts any fucking feeling into it anymore. You know, they don't sell for each other anymore. Fuck, the two recent matches we saw, for some reason, they had a big love fest at the end of both of them. Yeah. Oh, let's hug it out. I what the it, yeah. fuck? It was fucking bad. Most isn't there like rivalries there and fucking people should be talking smack like Yeah. <clears throat> Where the fuck is this hugging? If anything the heels should get up and just pound on the baby face, you know, because he's a sore fucking loser. Create some more heat. And then then I've noticed not only that, okay, here's the thing. In the NWA, Nick Aldis, their their champion, that guy can do a fucking promo. That guy knows how to fucking do a wrestling promo. Because 
they give him the freedom to talk and to make up his shit as he goes along, basically being himself ramped up. You know, his character, if that's what you want to call it. I'd rather call it personality. But he's fantastic. MJF in AEW, that guy, wow, I really want to see more of his promos. He just comes off as, like, you can't teach that shit. What happened to those guys? Because the generation has changed, and because of the internet now, people think it's just supposed to be dumb, and that's how you get stupid assholes like fucking Pockets and Marco Stunt and that fucking fat-ass Otis. I still can't believe Marco Stunt. Like, if someone really got pissed at that guy and went for real, you know how far they could whip that kid? It's not... Yeah! It doesn't make any sense. Like, they could just pick him up by his hair and fucking throw him across the ring. Probably over the fucking robes and into empty seats. Like, there's no build-up anymore. There's no, you know, months of build-up to have this massive fight that people want to see. Because they don't care at that point if it's bullshit or not. Because they're invested personally. You know, invested into yeah. these people. They're, they they want it. That's a way to suspend their disbelief, and just fucking go and lose yourself for a couple hours in the moment. Yeah. And that brings up another good point. Most people that, at least back in my day, didn't become wrestling fans because, you know, they watched this one particular match and it blew you away. No, it was the moment. The moments. You know what I mean? Like, for me, yeah, I was a kid, but the first moment I heard that fucking... Black Sabbath, Iron Man, and those two fucking guys, the Road Warriors, came out with their spikes on their fucking shoulders and their war paint. And they stormed that fucking ring. And you knew whoever the fuck was in the ring with them, they were getting the shit beat out of them. Period. Like, you were about to get fucking, just fucking God smacked. You know what I mean? Like, you're fucked. You're absolutely fucked. What the fuck happened? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, you go back and you check out some of that guy's promo. Or Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, man. Woo! You gotta be able to sell yourself. And I don't see a lot of dudes with the ability to do that anymore. Although I will say Charlotte Flair. Love Charlotte Flair. She's great. Chip off the old block. She's, uh, I really like her stuff. But again, look who trained her. Her father. She's a Flair. You know, she knows what the fuck she's doing. I just don't... I don't understand how people can... Fucking like the Firefly Funhouse. Like, how does anybody find that... Doesn't make sense. How does anybody find that appealing or entertaining? That's something that, like, people that let their kids watch Teletubbies. Let their kids watch. Yeah. It's like, you know what I called it? Teletubbies for fucking dumb adults. Dumb and dummies. You know, it's pretty simple. You know... Here's what you do. It's pretty simple as far as I know. At least the basics of it. If Vince McMahon sold his shit tomorrow and somebody bought it, somebody smart, first off, you get rid of all those fucking TV writers take a hike. Then I'd line up everybody and go, okay, you're all going to learn how to do your own promos. Fuck this. Okay, you're going to bring out your own personality. You're going to sink or you're going to swim or you're going to excel. Either way, that's up to you. You know what I mean? But at least you're going to talk. From the fucking, you know, from the heart, from 
wherever you get and then you the get rage, pockets, whatever. Yeah, you fire pockets. Absolutely. Clowns like that could get the fuck out. Marco's stunt, just get someone to throw him out the window, he's like, let's fly home. I'd be scared to sign that guy, man. Because it'd be so easy for him to get killed. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, man, I wouldn't want to take the chance of being liable for a little fucker like that. Like, what? Weighing 110 pounds, soaking wet. <laughs> it's simple. You get people that know how to do promos, wrestling promos, other wrestlers. And you fucking teach the rest of the guys. You build it up. You know what I mean? You sell yourself. You go out. You have a realistic, believable fight. Right? People want... I'm telling you, wrestling needs to go back to its basics. You need to take that whole Firefly Funhouse thing. Wipe your ass with it. And any other stupid shit like it. You know? You try to turn it back into, like, a territory type feel. You know? You make fucking guys come in and work for it. You know? That's why you bring in guys like fucking Nick Aldis and people like that, AJ Styles, you know, people I that just looked up know Marco how to do their shit. Kanto's weight. You wanna know what it is? Mm. I wasn't far off. It's hundred and twenty. Yeah, that like I weigh more than him. Realistically, how can he beat up anybody? Honestly. It's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Jungle Boy weighs more than fucking Marco Stunt. That is ridiculous. But you know, and get back to the basics. Build up feuds. You know, clearly have who's the heel, who's the baby face. And if there's a blurry line, well, you know what? Do you like they did in the old days with the Legion of Doom and fucking Steve Austin and The Rock? Let the people dictate it. It's a pretty simple formula. You know, I don't... Makes sense. UFC isn't stunting wrestling. UFC, though, right now, has all of the old school wrestling fans because it has a feel more like wrestling, but it's a legit shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cut the bullshit before it's too late. We don't need to see people teleporting. Yeah, like, and again, the whole Undertaker thing. Nice short action film. What the fuck it had to do with actual wrestling is beyond me. I love how in the uh, cash money or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. They fucking had him flashing back to getting his ass kicked. Like he had PTSD or something. Yeah, like, just stupid. You know what? (sighs) Needs to go back to the basics and do, you know, what works for you. As the old saying says, if it's not broke, why are you trying to fix it? Because just making it fucking worse. Although it's nice to see in the UFC now that more guys are trying to have an actual personality. So maybe they are learning something from, you know, some of these older fucking old school wrestling guys who are slowly, unfortunately, dying away. It is kind of tragic. In the last little while, you know, they've lost their fair share of people. So, and people that, you know, actually were the last thread of people that actually made... It's somewhat legitimate. It is. But, yeah, I get it, man. Things change. Times change, but come on. Completely unrelated, just because everybody's probably forgotten by now. What? Just remember that fucking Stanley is dead. Yeah. And... It's tragic. Am I bringing up Stan? Where are you going with this? Tip my tongue. Are you fucking stoned? Yeah, I am. Kobe's dead. Yeah. What's his face got fired. Fucking... Don Cherry. Don Cherry. Got fired. I mean, what's his face? Crystal Bong was like, okay. 
Just uh, where are you going with throwing this? that in there, people? For what though? Where are you going with this? Just to remind you how shitty 2020 has been. Completely off related. I don't know. It was pretty random. It was pretty random, but it happened. Well, you just heard that here. That just happened. <sighs> Anyways, you can see where I'm going with this. It's pretty obvious. That's how it should be done. Will it be done that way? Hell no. But then I guess it's appropriate in a way that one of the guys that built it up to its peak, Vince McMahon, I guess he should be one of the guys that should bring it crumbling down to its knee. Guess it makes sense. And you know what? The old saying, look at the Roman Empire, man. Even the mightiest fall, eventually. I wonder if that's what's happening. Maybe. Maybe. Questions that may be answered along the way. We will find out. So, I guess that's it. Unless you have any closing thoughts, sir. Stay I guess baked we'll wrap out there this in up. quarantine. Yeah, please don't be like the fucking dumbass old motherfuckers out there. We don't need to start on that again. You know, be smart. Be smart, motherfuckers. Be safe. And by God, if we're lucky, this time, Bud Man won't make us wait basically two days before... We record the next episode. Don't tempt me. Don't do it, man. Don't take it out on them. Bill! Bill! Hi there. Budman here, the Tech Man, from Nothing Sacred Podcast. If you like what you heard, like and subscribe to join the cult of motherfuckers. And send us feedback through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our website. If you have something for our lovely segments such as Five Fun Facts About Or It's on the net Or it's in the news Or that's history Let us know And as always It feels like... It feels like... (laughs) And it feels like the hands of God himself are washing the inside of my asshole. (laughs) 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 like the hands of God himself are washing and it feels like the hands of God himself are washing